But hi, thanks for doing this, man. Any crack with you? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I had I watched a few of your episodes, and I was like, oh, this dude's really cool and and uh, knowledgeable, and oh, sweet. So thanks. I thought, uh, yeah, the, the interviews with Van Dyke Parks were, was uh, Mark Lynette, um and a few others I I caught. Yeah, really cool stuff, man. Van Dyke's a, Van Dyke's a dude. He's a proper <laughs> dude. dude. That interview was hilarious. He's he's such a vibe, isn't he? Which one was that? Now is the one where I had like red hair, or was it? I did. I've, he's been on twice, so I did two of them. Oh really? Yeah. Um, I caught the one where he was on with that girl, that the harpist. Oh, that's the second one. Yeah, with Veronica. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's cool, man. She's talented. I got to check out her stuff. I I didn't go and listen to it, but I mean, if Van Dyke's into it, then it must be. Uh, she must yeah. be amazing. It's very cool. Like that's a cool thing with Van Dyke. You can just literally ask him a question and you don't have to say anything. It just goes, okay, cool. And it just you can let him go for like twenty minutes. Brilliant. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so articulate and everything. You can you can just talk for for ages and you're like cool. He's like the smartest guy on earth. And he's uh, so yeah, he's super intelligent. Like Are you ready for the complete opposite? <laughs> come on man come on <laughs> you know Actually, I, I've never done like an interview before so this oh, is have uh, you no like uh, the past week I've been doing these uh, live streams you know oh I caught a few of them yeah I caught a few of them they're cool man yeah yeah it was man I was nervous as hell for that first one uh, you know because it was like uh oh spotlight's on you man you better, you better yeah. say something good yeah uh, you know, but yeah, I've never really had a reason to, I've never been interested in, in doing that kind of thing, but I, I thought um, so many questions were coming in for that particular thing. Um, yeah. You know, it might be good to like sort of explain some of my reasoning and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, don't worry. I'm not an interviewer. It's, uh, I'm, ter- I, I've, I'm terrible. I would be terrible at that. So it's kind of like, you know, it's easier with a podcast because you're just kind of talking to somebody. So it's just, right. what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Um, that walk on by man that you did was fucking incredible. Like walk on by and uh, old man river. I was like, Jesus Christ, man, they were class dude. Like they were Thank so Thank you so good. much, man. Like Thank how, you. like time wise, how long would you put into doing them? From we'll say the, obviously you got the initial idea, but from mm. that to finish them and mixing and are you mastering everything yourself or you're not yeah. telling anyone to master? You're just mastering yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mastering in the, in the box. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing. Nothing too crazy for the mastering. Like, uh, you know, I I, uh, I went a little crazier with Smile AI. Not to keep uh, promoting that one. <laughs> I sound like a. Uh, but you know, uh, yeah. I I, I really. Uh, so mastering isn't like my profession, but mm. um, I really went above and beyond to try to figure out like the best way to master that project. Uh, but but for walk on by that one took like um, uh, God I can't even remember. This was a long time ago, man. Three months, okay. Okay, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it feels it feels like an eternity because I'm just always working on something, you know. But um, uh, I think it, it was probably a couple days on that one. That's my guess. Uh, ah, sounds great, man. Sounds yeah. Great. Um, Old Man River was like a full. No, it wasn't a full week. Both of those were like a couple days, I think. That's quick, um, man. That is quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, once you once you start, you kind of just, you know, kind of like the way Van Dyke Parks talks. Like that's how I do my music. 
<laughs> you know, I'm envious you, of that. Once you start, then uh, and um, I mean that in a very good way, by the way. Um, that, that's a good yeah. way to be, though. That's a good because you can like make decisions and stuff with that. That's my problem. I, I like I find it so hard to finish things. It's just like, oh no, man, mm. I could keep doing this and keep doing this. It's just it's fucking stupid. But it's it, right. That's a, that's a great way to be. It's just kind of just you know what you're doing and you just finish it and stuff. Like that. So it's it's uh, that's the thing. It, actually, you know, Brian Wilson. He he was asked like, what's the one one uh, piece of advice that you would give to a songwriter uh, or, you know, producer, whom, whomever, upcoming musicians. And he, he said, finish what you start. And can yeah. you imagine? That's like, that's that's loaded, man. Because like, this is coming from Brian, who has so many unfinished things, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's like, and he's right. Like, he knows. Like, it's like, look, don't be like me, you know? Finish yeah. your shit. Thank God he came in the 60s because if brian now you'd never have a beach boys album with like pro tools and stuff like that because like just <laughs> he'd you know, still be working on surfing yeah, safari man. oh god <laughs> it's the song everyone wants but like you know just be forever at it because you can go forever yeah. i mean i've had you know many conversations with musicians and stuff that obviously you're a musician of course um and you can you can you know yourself you can you can get caught up in that thing of nothing's ever good enough yes and you, and you can lose oh, sure. either you know, you can you can almost overproduce it and overmix it, and then you kind of, hmm. you, know, you know, I'm sure like you get that. Do you if you mix something one day and you're like, that sounds great, and then hmm. you go back to it the next day, you're like, what the fuck did I? You know, you've you've <laughs> you've you're like, what the fuck, man? Oh yeah, yeah, all the time, especially with smile, um, because you know, there's so many little micro decisions you have to make. You know, yeah. So it's, I mean, it, I think that kind of thing happens for a reason. It's, it's not easy to just get like a great product out of, out of music because, um, yeah, there, there are these so many little variables, you know, mm. it's not just like doing a, I, I don't know how to, what to compare it to, but like, you know, it's not like you're just doing something that, that has a, a specific goal, you know, um, uh, it's like, you got to sort of go through that journey and then sort of know instinctively okay that's where i wanted to go you know um so yeah i mean with, with with smile stuff um every day i was waking up and listening to the mixes again and being like ah man i gotta do this i gotta do that and i'd make mental notes sometimes i would write it down but um mostly um i was able to remember the it would be like three things actually you know the way i did it was i would work all day and then at night i would um uh, well, I would bounce down um, like an MP3 of everything that I did. And then oh, at okay. night, as I'm falling asleep in bed, I would listen to everything on the phone. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's like a, it's a different way to hear it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and then I would catch I would catch things that weren't necessarily related to the technical side, like the mixing side, because you can't really hear the mix so well. Right. Right. But, um, you know, things like, oh, Brian's voice is a little bit late there at you know in the second course you yeah. know uh so tomorrow i'm gonna fix that or um you know I, I could tell like these vocals are a bit too loud here tomorrow i'm gonna fix that and just you just do it over and over and over and over again you know um and so that's kind of how i was doing that project it was like um everything at the same time kind of you know just bit by bit for each one and every day it would get a little better um but you do, you know that like at some point you have to let it go. You can't mm. just keep working on it forever, right? Um, I probably could have kept working on it, you know, for another month or who knows how long, but yeah. You were like, um, now is the time. 
yeah it was kind of i kind of set a deadline for myself and um that's you know what i do is i'm a producer songwriter so there's a lot of deadlines and stuff like that and i'm i kind of i guess i'm used to working like that so i I thought well maybe i should self-impose it this time instead of some company you know telling me i get (laughs) you i get you um and uh yeah i I think it i think it came out good a lot of people are pissed off that there's no good vibrations and look but (laughs) other than that (laughs) yeah how many like how many have you like gone on forums and stuff and read about because when the first ai stuff came out Mm. i remember you know going Mm -hmm. on forums like steve hoffman and stuff like that and Mm. you'd see people would mention your i think I don't know. It was the first thing that, that that I remember of yours that got kind of mentioned, and I heard and I heard that I was like, "That sounds fucking brilliant, man!" I thought that sounded great. And oh, cool. there's all these kind of purists are like, "Oh man, you know, like just bullshit thing." And they're like, you know, they I think people don't they look at it a weird way of like, it's not the Beatles. It's like, well, of course it's not the Beatles. There, it's not this. It's kind of, right. I think it's how you view it. And I think some people, no matter how good it sounds, they just will not. They just don't want to accept it, which is a strange thing because you're not mm. you're not trying to replace the Beatles or trying to right. like whatever. Right. I just think it's kind of I I like it like like that even that Return to Pepperland you did I thought that sounded fucking great man. I thought thank was, you bro. It's class. Did you use the drums from Love Your Reach on that? Oh, good ear. Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Sure did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's just that that drum track just screams, "Hey, it's the Beatles." <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's cool, man. So like yeah. so, but b- sorry. Back to the smile. I'm jumping miles ahead. Um, mm. when you're like taking things apart, um, mm-hmm. wh- what programs are you using? Are you using like I know there's a few. There's like a la 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 la. Yeah, yeah. I said it wrong on my on my live stream. Yeah, it's like la 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 dot ai. Yeah, or la la dot ai. I think. Do you use that one? I do. Yeah. Um, I was using it a bit more in the beginning, but actually, there's still some applications like um i think i pulled apart the strings from surfs up with that wow um stem roller yeah. is good too have you ever used stem roller i haven't tried that one no yeah it's actually a free uh, program you download it's like five gigs like so you download and it'll split oh, wow. things it'll split things out into like four stems but okay. it, it actually splits the vocals really good like the vocals are probably the most impressive thing it does, and the drums are quite good too. It's free, like it's a free AI program. Because I, oh, I think wow, some, okay. yeah, yeah, it's called Stem Roller. So I'm gonna yeah. have to check that out. Yeah, it's pretty good because I used that uh, la 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 la. What a fucking! I used it ages ago. <laughs> Maybe yeah, like when not, it came it's out. It's not as good as the newer AI yeah. stuff now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But for certain things, because they they have like a string algorithm. Um, okay. <clears throat> excuse me. Okay. Um, woodwind. Um, it's they're kind of ex- a lot of them say beta. Uh, they also attempt to like extract guitar, piano. Um, sometimes you know you have to play with it because like sometimes you want to extract the guitar, but it turns out like the woodwind one gets it better than than the guitar okay. algorithm. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's a lot of um, experimenting with that. And I, I had I did play with this this kind of thing, especially for um, uh, what song was it? I think "Child is Father of the Man." Um, I was really trying to pull apart that track mm. and get the piano isolated from it. Everything was like together, uh, like the piano, the guitar. I forget what else, but um, the way it was mixed and maybe just the way it was recorded, you know, everything was sort of like on one side. And um, 
Yeah, so I remember like having to use multiple different um uh, uh what is it called algorithms to to try to get rid of try to try to separate the piano. Right. And it was it was such a I wish I could show you the session cuz it, it was such a clusterfuck of stuff <laughs> like like it, I literally in the end like I had to make a bus just for the piano because I had all these different like um all these different extractions um and then I, I remember when I extracted the piano, like it was missing the attack for some reason. So oh, no. then I had to figure out a way to to try to get the attack. Um, and I found it like in like a vocal stem. I was like, what the fuck? How did how is it there? I don't know. But uh yeah, it was stuff like that. It was really it got really complicated. There was like four tracks in the end just for the piano. Um and it's still not like super clean, but you know, I'm not working with Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson stuff, you know, like he's got the He's got the real deal. That, that AI and that Beatles stuff is incredible. Like that Peter Jackson stuff. It's fucking... Yes. You can't hear any yeah. artifacts. Like that's no, the... Yeah. That's the weird thing. There's a there's a program by... Z oh, Jesus, what they called? It's a software program called uh, Zatnap or something like that. But they have this program called okay. Unchirp. And it actually will kind of mitigate artifacts. On something. What what is it called now? Unchirp. It's called, it's called Unchirp. So it'll actually you. It's kind of it's just literally like four little dials on it, and you can you can kind of push mm -hmm. it up and it'll take artifacts. It'll like smooth them out because so they're not so like artifacty if that's even a word. But you know they don't oh, have wow. that awful kind of yeah yeah yeah. I used it for certain things. Uh, I remember I did a podcast before and it was just for whatever reason it was full of artifacts and I just I mm -hmm. cleaned the shit out of it. And used isotope wow. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not going to do it perfectly, but it actually does a quite good job when you find the sweet spot of it. If you know what I mean. Um. Uh. Well, actually, speaking of plugins, what plugins are you using? On are you? Is there any specific plugins that you use? Remember, I said to you on the one of the live streams we're using a the J thirty seven, which is actually really good. Uh, that feedback thing. If you you can automate the feedback and and get that. You know that Brian Wilson feedback thing that they do on Smile that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I I oh, so that's Abbey Road, huh? Waves Abbey Road Studios J thirty seven. I wonder if I have it and I just haven't checked it out yet. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool just for that thing. I literally use it just for like delay and a feedback. Nothing else. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I've been um I used a lot of Kramer tape, which is maybe maybe oh, a bit right. older than that. I don't know. Yeah. But um yeah, uh, on a lot of tracks because you know when you do these AI vocals, you know they're like super clean. <laughs> so yeah, you want to dirty them up a little bit and get them to match the vibe of the the tracks, right? Oh, and right. um, so yeah, that that's one way that I go about. I do a lot of rolling off with really almost all waves, but um, just like Q10 stuff like that, CLA uh, seventy six for compression. Okay. Um. I, I I did use like Poltec in some cases. I think for the maybe for the mastering, I went for the Poltec just because it has like a bit of a vintagey air to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I use uh Sound Toys. I love Sound Toys stuff. Oh, they're good, man. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, really cool stuff. Uh, actually, I was trying to use a uh, little Alter Boy to. Um, <laughs> that is the best do... plugin ever, man. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's great, but I I was trying to use it on Dennis's vocal on um on Child, but. Okay. Yeah, it was it, it was giving me too many artifacts. I couldn't even lower it like 0.1% without hearing stuff. So Oh no. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really just for effects, I think. It's not for restoration or anything like that, but uh 
Yeah, but I, I do love that. And I I used the uh, decapitator quite a bit throughout the project. Mm-hmm. Um also Gulfos, which is like an intelligence. That's a great plugin. EQ. That's great a great plugin. plugin. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. um what's the word? Mild, but it does something. Mm-hmm. You know, you take you take it off and you're like, Oh, I can hear something. It's not like super extreme, you know what I mean? Like um, right. what's that Soothe can be super extreme. If you use Soothe, that. yeah, that's yeah. another one. That's a that's a great one. Yeah, it's a great I, I kind of just learned about that towards the end of the project, and that um, would have been handy. <laughs> that would have been handy. No, it was it was good that I learned about it when I did because um, there were some things like I remember Bruce's vocal in "Love to Say Dada," his lead. Mm. It was it was so harsh, like in the mix, uh, and so in in the mastering session for the whole album, I actually pulled his his just the little the little clip with his lead. Mm. which is like two bars or something. I pulled it onto a different track and I ran it through Soothe, literally in the mastering session. So um, it really, it it did such a great job of taming those harsh frequencies in his voice. Um, And you don't even hear it, you know, you don't hear a difference because it's not affecting anything else. It's only going after like, you know, the the weird stuff in his voice. Mm. Yeah. Um, Do you you find... It's really effective. Do you find like Beatles stuff as a poet? Like I, 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 I mean, I love both the production wise, but they're obviously different. But Beach Boy mm-hmm. stuff has definitely more like harshness in them than Beatles stuff. Do you find that by when you were? Maybe I'm wrong, but did you notice that when you're? Because obviously you're working very close to them when you're actually doing demixing mm-hmm. stuff. Is there is there right. any difference you find with them, frequency spectrum wise? Oh, I don't know. I don't. You know, I don't think I've pulled apart enough Beatles to know exactly yet because um well they're definitely like heavier i'd say right the beatles are a bit like uh yeah 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 there's more bassy kind of in beatles isn't there as opposed to more bass definitely um more heavy guitars um yeah and their voices like lennon's voice is pretty like cutting yeah yeah uh Maybe not too dissimilar to like mike love's voice in a way not not of course it's a totally different voice but like EQ wise, I think maybe they're sort of like in that nasally sort of range. You I know? get what you mean. I get yeah. what you mean. And then Brian and Paul would probably be comparable in a way, or Carl. I, I think Carl probably had the best voice out of a lot of them. Like Carl's voice is just, I love Brian's oh. too, but I think Carl's just yeah. had that amazing, like smooth. He really, uh, he really developed into a great singer, uh, mm. like towards the end of the 60s. Uh, For sure. Early 70s, like, yeah, like, surfs up stuff and sunflower stuff he's just such a beast yeah and even even like you know i know dennis wasn't the most most amazing singer but i loved his voice especially on pacific ocean blue i think that like some of the vocals on that are brilliant even they singing out of tune in some of it's so perfect for that record yes <laughs> yeah it really is yeah it's it's so weird like what man i feel like his voice took a worse turn than Brian's did, really. Like, I know. It's like, no. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, 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 sorry. I thought you said no. Yeah, uh, I was saying yeah. I know. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Irish accent, bro. <laughs> yes, Zoom. Come on, man. Let's get your compression settings right. Uh, yeah. So- <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I I do love that album, and and you and I is such a good song. Oh, dude, um, yeah. It's like one of the best ballad, or if you want, is that a ballad? I guess it's like a mid-tempo ballad. Yeah. Uh, it's like yeah. easy listening, chill vibe, lo-fi yeah. music. <laughs> and Barbara but is cool too. Barbara's, Barbara's a great, yeah, Forever, Barbara. I mean, 
dude ah that just reminds me of like the whole feel flows box set which is uh that was class shit that thing just kicks my ass man like everything on there is just great like that was just such a great error for them the only gripe i have about that is is there's too much top end on some of those tracks like (laughs) jesus christ bro like it's yeah very top heavy which for me i i'm kind of i don't know are you the same do you i don't like shit that's too bright too bright i don't don't like things stuff that's too bright i don't know what it is Mm -hmm. it's like when you're mixing you it's something's too bright i i don't know like i find that when things are especially old songs that get remastered they yeah, tend to just yeah. get pumped way too bright and i think a bit of dark you need a bit of darkness i think in the in mix for sure yeah i know a lot of people like to uh blame mark lynette for this <laughs> but i i think uh it could just be like the mastering engineer i don't think he mastered it right no i it, yeah it could be that it's hard to know isn't it it could be that but it, it's probably again, a mix of the two, but I, I think as maybe as a mastering engineer, you need to be like aware of, oh, well, this song has a lot of highs compared to the other song. Maybe I should like pull down the highs as, as opposed to increasing it even more, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. It's a, yeah, I, I wonder, I don't, I don't know who did the mastering, but um, yeah, yeah, I think people should give Mark Lynette a little break because uh, Mark Lynette's a dude, man. He's a total dude. Like, because it must, <laughs> it must be though. Because if you think about it, like the newer Carol and the Passions and Holland doesn't suffer from that kind of fatigue in ah, high end. So, yeah, that that's a great era too. Isn't that strange about the about the beach? Not strange, but it sucks about the Beach Boys. I always, you know, that like what a, what could have been kind of. I know they did shit tons, but like just kind of what could have been if Brian didn't go. Obviously, his own issues, but. I always wonder, like, yeah. what would have happened, you know? Right, right, yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, yeah, that for the sale on seller box set, I feel like the Brian stuff is just it's just it it took a nosedive compared to Feel Flows, you know? It's like now you're starting to get the really weird stuff, like um, uh, what was uh, what was that one? Not clanging, maybe? Or, oh God, uh... not Ding Dong, <laughs> Ding Dong. Oh, that's on Love You. Right, right, right. But, but I think that was recorded in like '73 or yeah, or, maybe. Or, <laughs> and like um, that weird fucking um, transistor radio, fucking Holland EP. That's just mad shit. Like, yeah, yeah, mad shit. yeah. It's you know, it, it, yeah, something happened in those years. You know, it was like I think Sunflower Surfs Up was like the last like of the really really great stuff where where Brian's still firing on all cylinders. Is that the right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if you think <laughs> yeah. about it, this whole world, like it's an amazing song. Like all the That's an incredible song. all the modulation in that song, you don't even notice it. Like, like just sunflower is for me yes. is up is, is. I mean, it's not quite there, but it's kind of it's on that tier with pet sounds and smile for me. I think sunflower is amazing. Hundred percent. Yeah, I remember when I was introduced to it as a kid, and uh, a family friend told me about it and said, "Listen to the vocals. Listen to this. This is as good as pet sounds." And uh, yeah yeah he was right like uh it, it took a bit and it's a different totally different sound and everything and different yeah. uh different everything but yes it is it's totally on that level i probably enjoy it even more than pet sounds to be honest like, really really yeah i think so because it's just uh, i don't know man it's just uh the vibe you know yeah the it's vibe. got a good vibe it's got it really a good does. vibe it's, it's pretty positive but it's also got like 
like all I, <clears throat> excuse me all i want to do like that's just oh, maybe the best song of all time <laughs> you know? such a great song uh it's so good man song. it is slightly pro- jarring though the way it's kind of to one side i'm like what the fuck you know when it comes like the drums i'm all, i'd lo- like I kind yeah. of that is something that used to drive me daft when I was a, when I was a kid, not a kid, but you know when I was in as a teenager. I was like, when you listen to stereo the stuff, you'd be like, why is the drums on the left side? You know, you don't get it. It's because you grew up with that, and then you read back about how the way they mix stereo and stuff like that. And I think that's going to mm-hmm. be something cool with AI, what they can actually be able to do, of to take, we'll say something like um, that, and put the drums in the center and kind of fill out everything to the side, right? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, um, they did the, they did a, uh, what was it? An instrumental and backing vocals, uh, mix on yeah. the Feel Float box set. And that was like more conventionally mixed, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was interesting to hear it because it sounds different. Like the snare sounds a lot different when you just have it sort of raw, you know, True. I don't know what he did to process that back in 1970, you know, but, uh, yeah, Steve Desper was doing some really interesting stereo stuff back all the way back then. You know, it's like, what, how? I don't yeah. know what he was doing. But, uh, yeah, uh, and, and it also also almost sounds like um, like the drums are programmed, kind of. Yeah, yeah, they right? they do have that sound, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think there probably is some sort of like rhythm box in there, but I think when you listen to the session, it's like someone's really playing that shit. Yeah, man, it's just I don't know. You can't some of those just stuff you just can't recreate. And I'm not saying you can't recreate them, but it's the vibe more than anything, isn't it? That that it's just so hard yeah. to recreate. Of like, just all those dudes in a room playing together. It's fucking yes. You know that's hard yeah. to recreate. I think you can. I think you can create it, but it's it's. Uh, hmm takes time do you do you know um do you know spirit of eden by talk talk i don't know <laughs> dude this is like one of the best albums fucking ever so it was really like, oh dude it's fucking it's inc- it's incredible like it, it doesn't sound like anything it was like <laughs> like they were so for example i'll give you the short i won't bore you with but literally they were like uh band that were like set up to be like duran duran but the lead singer mark hollis was into like jazz Okay. They did that yeah. song, you know, It's My Life. Remember, no doubt, cover that song. It's my life. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they went from that to doing this album in the dark in a year and had no, they just projectors and fucking oil lamps and everything. And they'd get guys in to play. And the guys would play like two notes and be like, yeah, that's fine. And they were like, oh, okay. And they were <laughs> literally like piecing t- things together like you would do now on Pro Tools back in the 80s. And they created wow. this dude. It's an. It's called Spirit of Eden. It's. It's just one of the. I think it's one of the best albums ever. Nothing sounds wow. like it. Nothing sounds like it. It's like you put it on and it's just like, whoa, dude. There's like guitar kicks in and you're like, holy shit, man. It's just one of those records. You're like, wow. It's just wow. was it um was it was it a hit? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what I meant to ask you was, did you do that hmm. smile, Ad? That was me. Oh you man, fi- you you figured me out, man. <laughs> uh, that that was cool, man. I remember, it, like, how long ago was that? Um, that was probably 2012, like early 2012, Eesh, yeah, because man. it would have been after the Smile Sessions box set came out. 
Ah, uh, yes, that was it. Yeah. I was like, yeah. that was cool. And I was kind of wondering, I was like, is that the same dude? I was like, oh, that's <laughs> <what> maybe. <laughs> I'm sure other people yeah. have asked you that. I'm not the first. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that was a lot of fun to do way back when I was uh, a little younger and uh, I was just, you know, smoking weed all the time. And I, <laughs> I, I got I got crazy and just um, started repitching Beach Boys harmonies uh, from, from the era. But actually, um, I remember I utilized Can't Wait Too Long over and over and over again for that project because <laughs> they Brilliant. had those those really great harmonies uh like those long oohs and ahs and stuff oh. so you could uh it was and, and melodyne the polyphonic editing which was around back then uh it was really friendly with that and i would be able to twist and, and turn all the chords into different chords you know uh, uh so I, it was that, there was a lot of time stretching a lot of uh polyphonic editing with that stuff to try to I guess it was probably the first attempt to try to like sync up vocals or add add actual Beach Boys vocals to Smile, right? Yeah, yeah, that's oh, that was cool. I really liked that. I really liked that. We're back back in Jesus, that 2012 shit, man. I'm getting old. Yeah, Holy it's fuck. been a while. <laughs> wow. And uh, I I was referencing it a bit for this project because um, you know, I I I actually remember a lot of it and. I thought at one point, well, I should, probably shouldn't do anything that I did on Smile AD on this. And I, I remember sort of thinking, all right, what would I do now? And then I just kept thinking of the same arrangements that I did for Smile AD. So I was like, <laughs> you know what? Let me just listen to it again. And, you know, uh, apparently maybe maybe uh, that's just how, maybe that's just my definitive take on what the vocal arrangement should be. So, <laughs> uh, you know, let me, let me get it right and listen to what I did back then. And um, so, yeah. It's an interesting thing. So, some things are slightly different. Mm. Uh, and I, I definitely didn't like pull from it for every song or whatever. But like, yeah, when I would get into something like Dada, which, you know, a lot of people singled that out as like their favorite from Smile AD. Uh, that that one is is pretty close to to the original vocal arrangement, but uh, it's it's missing a couple of things because it just didn't need it once it had a lead vocal in there. You know, I get you. I get you. Yeah. Do you do you remember when actual Brian Wilson released Smile, the actual his version oh, yeah. of Smile? Do you remember Absolutely. that? Yeah, yeah, that was fucking, that was crazy. Like that kind of, because remember before that it was like this whole Smile mythology. It's like oh, it's never gonna come out, and then all of a sudden it was like that. You're like shit, man. Yeah. What yeah. was your what, what did you think of that when it came out? What was your impressions of his his version? Um. Yeah, I, I really I remember uh, the first one that leaked was Heroes and Villains. It was like played yeah. on a radio show in the UK, I think. Yeah, it was and... actually played in Ireland. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I was listening to it. it was like it was Tom Dunn. <laughs> he oh, played that. Wow. And I, th I think he played Wonderful too, as well. Or maybe okay. Of it, but yeah, it was definitely Heroes and Villains. It was, snippet it was... of it, right? Right. Yeah, I, do, yeah, yeah. I recall that. Yeah, I remember Heroes and Villains was the first leak, right, from that Ooh. radio show, and uh, I remember thinking, "Wow, Brian sounds pretty good on this." Yeah. Uh, you know, that was like actually my first thought because you know, I mean, Brian post, I don't know, name a year really. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> always been touch and go with his voice, right? You never know what you're gonna get. Um, uh, and so. Yeah, to hear him sound like really energetic and like not like super like uh, crazy, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it was great to hear, really great to hear. And I thought the track sounded pretty pretty faithful to the original. Mm. Um, so the, I think they chose a good first leak 
for sure. I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, stuff like uh, Surf's Up, you know, obviously he's never going to be able to sing that the way he did in 66, but um, it was still kind of poignant to hear, you know, 60. Well, how old was he at the time? Like 60, right? Yeah. So you had to hear like 60 year old Brian trying to sing Surf's Up. Was, uh, you know, on some notes, you even hear like his old voice a little bit. Yeah, there's like a slight, there's something there slightly. You're like, whoa, it's something. I remember before that came out, I was like, oh no, man, this is going to sound like shit. Because before that, <laughs> it was, remember getting in over my head was released like a few oh, months before yeah, that. that's right. And right. the vocals on that sounded horrendous. And I'm like, oh no. And like yeah. yourself, when I heard Heroes and Villains, I was like, holy shit. I mean, you can yep, tell they've yep. kind of, they've, you know, the guys are kind of singing with them. They're kind of anchoring them. There's some stuff going on there. And I, I know that, uh, I forget where I heard it, but I know that Darian, I think, worked really hard to get good vocals out of Brian for the project. Yeah. So he he, he was probably coaching him throughout. Uh, he's like the unsung hero of that. It's not really. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's responsible for all the transitions, I think. And he probably, you know, who knows what else. He Did he come up with melodies? I'm not sure. He's not credited, but. Do you know that last kind of sweet on... Um... That's why God made the radio. Some of, I think it's some of those later Beach Boys best stuff. You know, that kind of oh, from strange sure. days onwards. It's incredible. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, from there to back again is is just. I mean, that's like top tier Beach Boys right there, dude. Um, and really it's really uh, you. There's times with that song where you just feel like uh, this is vintage, man. This is vintage Beach Boys right here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, that's got to be the, the the number one for me on that album. Uh, yeah, Summer's, I remember "Summer's Gone" too is good. "Summer's Gone" is great. Yeah, uh, Bruce Bruce was hyping up. That's why God made the radio like the single, uh, saying like um, he was saying like, yeah, you guys got to hear it. It's so modern. And then I remember hearing it, and it was like, oh, okay, modern in like nineteen ninety two, but <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, at some point you kind of lose touch with what's really modern. I was thinking, wow, modern, that, that could be really interesting. You know, like Beach Boys over like some really heavy production, like pop production these days, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, but, you know, it's still great. A lot of good harmonies and questionable auto-tune, I think. Yeah, uh, some of that auto-tune. All over the like... project. I, I remember hearing it and being like, God damn, why, why, why am I not doing this stuff for them? You know, <laughs> I could I could, I could, have had them sounding natural for sure. And I don't mean that in like a, like a you know, one of those like kind of armchair commenters on YouTube. It's like, I, I know for a fact that I could have done it better, you know? And so it, it annoys me, uh, but, you know. It, that, it is what it is. <laughs> well, that's what's good about your stuff. I I don't know. I, I, you're not if you're pitch correct and stuff. You don't really hear it because I've oh, heard I've cool. other, heard other AIs that that you can kind of audibly hear it if you know what mm. I mean. Like that they're singing the yeah. parts in Soviets and then they're just auto tuning the shit out of it. Auto tuning like, the shit out of it. Yeah, it's. I mean, uh, vocal tuning is something that I've been doing for a long time now, and. Melodyne since uh, I guess when it, when when I caught wind of it I think in 2011 I think that's when I started with Melodyne um, but yeah I mean it's a, it's a regular part of my job like I'm just always okay um, editing vocals and so for a project like this you never want to sound like there's auto-tune on there because exactly they, they it's impossible they wouldn't have had auto-tune back then right so uh I was very, very conscious about that, even when I did tune stuff. 
Um, and there were, were times where I would hear one note and say, you know what, that one note sounds like it, someone could say that might have autotune on it, even if it didn't. So sometimes you want to, you know, muddy things up a little bit and and yeah. sort of roll back. Uh, you know, you can kind of do the opposite with the note. If it's like too straight, you can sort of like, you know, push it the other way uh, and okay. give it some some wave, wavering. Uh, so yeah, it was it was a lot of that, and um, just you know, you kind of just know at this point. Like my ear is just you know trained enough to where you know you know if it's like overcooked or or not. You know. Okay. Yeah. So you you're all are you creating mod models or are you obviously you have to create models uh, like how long does that actually take you do are you doing that with Solvitz? No, Solvitz is dated at this point. Oh Jesus! See, I don't know this shit, bro. I just know about Solvitz. That's <laughs> it. I'm fucking. It's, I'm already gone. I'm already. Oh <laughs> wow, man, where you been the past two months? Oh, sorry, bro. You know, it's over, uh, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. This stuff changes so freaking fast. Like. Okay. I was still on the first one, Diff SBC, for a while, and I don't even wondering... know what that is. That was the first iteration of this stuff uh, back in like the early in the year, and that's what everybody was using. And uh, I remember thinking, well, I got all this great, all these great samples, and I'm not able to get a great model. And then I realized, oh, people moved on to some other thing. And me, I'm like, I, I'm, I like to change because I know that's you have to change right in order to grow. Yeah, but also I'm I'm really like stuck in my ways, so. <laughs> Uh, it's like one of the reasons why I might not have the Waves J37 because maybe I'm on an older version of Waves, but uh, <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, so uh, eventually I figured out oh, Sovitz, and so I, I gave it a try, and uh, and that was better than Diff SVC. All of a sudden, you were getting like really pretty high quality models, but it was still very, it took a long ass time to like train a model, it took like a week just oh, to train right. it, and we're not even talking about cutting up the samples and. So you would have to wait a week just to hear, oh, did that model come out good? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And would yeah, your yeah, computer yeah. freeze or if your computer freezes, is it like fucked like? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that happened like oh, a couple no. times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, it no. does it saves like it does save like checkpoints though. So if you're smart and you know how okay. to like re retrieve them, then you can uh, sort of start from there. But uh yeah, dude, so many times like things would happen. And you you know, you're doing this through you could do it locally, but also I, I use Colab. You know, which is like through Google. So I like I pay for like the pro memberships. So that way, uh, I have faster speeds, and uh, you know, it's 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 just better that way. So, but these days now it's RVC, and it's like way quicker. Like I, I trained the Marilyn model, I think in like an hour or something. Wow, uh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, dude, things have gotten so much better and way more accurate and and better quality too. Like you know, the Marilyn model sounds great. Uh, was, all, that on, these, was that on? Was that on? Sorry to interrupt you. Was that on? Um, I want to be around. Was that yes. On, okay. Right. 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 I like yeah. that because Taylor. Remember Taylor? Well, what's her name? Mm -hmm. Taylor. Whatever. Was on the Taylor, Taylor Swift? No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what's her name? Taylor. Ah, Taylor. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know yeah. the Brian Wilson smile. She sings that. I want to be around. She yeah. sings that part. What is her name? Anyways, blonde lady. Taylor Mills. Taylor, Taylor Mills. Mills. That's a woman, man. Good man. I never would have remembered that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so you use Marlon on that. Oh, that is very cool. Yeah, you know, just to um, 
because that 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 would have been period accurate you know like brian was using her in the studio for certain things so you know just as a sort of a what if scenario let's say like he always had that part in his mind right to do that little backing thing mm. he definitely would have gotten marilyn to do it versus you know Ta- taylor cool. probably wasn't born yet so <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know <laughs> there's that no. <laughs> hey uh, uh do, do you vape no i'm literally so against any smoke it's not even funny that's my, amazing, my, man. My dad, my dad got lung cancer. He got half his lung removed from smoking. Oh my gosh! Yeah, oh, yeah. Shit. His fucker still smokes. Like, you're like, dude. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Really? Oh wow. Yeah, bro. Wow. Still sneaks the odd one in. Did so, did he? Uh, so did he beat the cancer then? Or yeah, yeah. I I I always say my dad's like Mr. Burns. You know that scene where Mr. Burns and all the diseases are trying to get through that door. And they just all get stuck there. Like that's like my dad. He's like he's had every form of cancer, and it just I, wow. like, like he got he got COVID, and I said to him, I said, "You oh, killed shit. his body, killed the COVID." Like, but I went into his body, COVID was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck am I?" So, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like that. It's like that quote in, um, in Wayne's World: "He cannot be killed by conventional weapons." Like that's my dad. <laughs> He's got, he's got rock star jeans like that's amazing man that's that's Ooh. good for you that, that bodes well for you man i don't know do i have them fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> so no no smoke for me dude you know are okay. you are you on the did you move from smoking were you like vape were you smoking and then vaping or how was that or yeah you... i smoked for probably like 10 or 12 years from when yeah. i was like a teenager and then uh about 10 years ago I or little little more than 10 years ago I switched over to vape when that became a thing you know because it oh. wasn't really it was it was a new thing at that time you know um and I remember well yeah towards the end of my smoking days um I remember just every night I I went to bed thinking I'm going to have a heart attack <laughs> or you know like something like that cuz I I was up to like two packs a day whoa and, shit man that's a lot dude i was getting into brian wilson territory man <laughs> wow you you were going you were not only doing the ai you were just going whole wilson where it is you? <laughs> you're committing on that old beach boy stuff and i was pretty overweight at the time too oh, so no way, bro. i had that going for me also had you a beard come on had you got a beard uh sadly i was not able to grow one <laughs> you only had the beard i know i should have bought a wig like a, a beard wig yeah <laughs> grew the hair out Got in the bathrobe. Something something as bad as the summer dreams uh beards, if you remember that. Is the, oh, yeah. the Beach Boys made for TV movie? <laughs> Jesus, I have that in DVD, dude. Oh yeah? It. Yeah. I unfortunately that's, didn't know. That's dedication, about it. man. <laughs> yeah, I never knew about it. I just bought it. I was like, fuck, what's that? I'm gonna buy it. And then I watched it. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> bad, like. Because you know, the other yeah. one isn't that bad. I know it's bad, but it's not bad. Hmm. You know the one summer nights or summer you know the one where like they changed van dyke park's name in this other one it was like a made for tv movie oh the uh the john stamos one american right? dream or something american right 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 right. yeah, yeah that, that was one was, that was yeah i liked that i yeah, liked yeah, that yeah. and the original yeah, in england they broadcasted the version because we used to get this thing called sky in england they broadcasted the version i have it on tape vhs where it's got van dyke parks oh really yeah. Was that like the first airing or something? Yeah, and then I seen it after that again and it was gone. They had this shitty kind of smile music. And <laughs> it was I don't know what it was. You know, it was like a weird it was like a wish.com version of smile music. And then it was just he wasn't even called Van Dyke Parks. I don't know what he was called. 
Well, that was because he complained, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. To be fair, the guy that played, like, <laughs> it was a bit lame, but I liked that yeah. movie. You know, I liked that movie. I, yeah, I, I don't really remember it. All I remember is that they still haven't, like, uh, they haven't really, like, nailed the Beach Boys in a movie yet. Like, they, they no. like I guess Love and Mercy for Brian Wilson is probably the best, like, movie. The first half. The first half. The first half? Yeah. What was the second half? Oh, is that the Landy the stuff? The eighties stuff. I was like, why is John Cusack? He looks nothing like him. It he was, does that look was nothing like that him. was weird, man. Like that was weird. Well, and one just, day they'll be able to just AI everything, and you'll you'll see exact you'll see actual Brian Wilson from the eighties yeah, playing. Uh, you could yeah. just click a button at home, you know, and you'd be like, yeah. you know what? I don't think this actor looks like him. I'm just gonna let's click the Brian Wilson button and yeah exactly you know. anyways we were we were talking about the models at trading the models and you were saying about that uh, that newer pro, newer version of it what's it called again RVC okay okay so RVC. what's what's I, I, I was like uh, in the beginning when people were asking how are you doing this I used to like be very vague and not really tell people what I was doing but now okay. it's like so so widespread that like I, I you know I don't care anymore and I'm I'm actually happy to even share the process on these live streams and stuff um because uh you know as someone said like you know it's not the tools you're working with it's who's working with the tools exactly so, exactly you know, Cause, i don't I'm mind sure, uh oh, go ahead sorry sorry man i'm sure like yourself you've heard some like these some of the ai that i've heard is absolutely terrible you know people just upload this horrendous like Paul McCartney singing it sounds nothing like him I heard some dude singing in, and it sounded like Paul McCartney singing in Spanish it was like a Spanish <laughs> accent you know what I mean like so the guy was obviously, yeah. obviously yeah. Spanish or Latino whatever like that but it sounded nothing like you know that some of them are just yeah. really bad it really uh yeah really bums me out when that kind of stuff happens because it's like one of the things that I fear with all this and, and just music generally is that you know, if there's a generation of kids that are growing up listening to this stuff, what's their taste going to be? Like, if they're if they're okay with like out of tune vocals and and bad timing and you know, and it's being promoted as something great, uh, you know, getting a lot of views and stuff like that, that's like it's really bums me out. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. actually one of the reasons why I keep doing this. Is like I feel a responsibility to like <laughs> be the be the person, you know, at least in the Beach Boys and Beatles realm to to do do it justice you know what i mean yeah um, yeah what was your decision to um there's two questions okay yeah. your one is the first one is you're welcome why did <clears> you put that after our prayer and also the key change <clears throat> in surfs up what <clears throat> made you do that there's two questions. um you're welcome so i i really wanted it to be the very first song of the album but i knew that people would kick my ass if i didn't include our prayer <laughs> so that's really you know <laughs> that would be really sacrilegious to not put our prayer on that album right yeah you could you couldn't as it that, is but... people are pissed off about good vibrations not being on there but if you leave off our prayer too oh my yeah. god come on yeah exactly you're just really tampering with uh the formula you're messing you're fucking with the fucking formula with the for right? yeah man <laughs> mike love hey <laughs> mike love would even be pissed about that yeah uh, you know so but to me it's just like glaringly obvious that he was doing an intro with that song you know really wow the song is called you're welcome you're welcome to come you know? i always i always viewed it as you're welcome it's over 
Isn't no, that weird? He's saying, like, no, he's like, he's introducing you. He's like, you're welcome to come, you know? Okay, maybe, yeah. I mean, I never thought about it like that. And the way it starts, too, it's like, it's, it like fades in, you know, it doesn't fade out, it fades in. That's a good so, point. That's a good point. Uh, but, you know, in the end, I, I think it works as the second track. It's almost like a second intro, you know? I get you. Yeah. Because Brian was saying that he didn't want to list prayer as like a as an album track you know it was like just a like um like an intro to the album no no name or anything right right uh, so you can you could also there's no words in that it's only ahs and stuff right mm-hmm. but your welcome is the first lyric that you hear of the whole project that's true yeah my mm-hmm. cats are uh messing with the bluetooth uh, don't worry i have cats too they're disaster oh, yeah. like they're just, oh my god man i love them to death yeah but you know like they like i'm sure it's the same for you cats love recording equipment i don't know what it is they love it like, like they're, they're just, like, like us you know yeah they, they're like they're big children like like anywhere like when i'm in my little studio my cat i'll just see the door going and it just opens and my cat stalin i know that sounds like a crazy name but she's got a mustache she looks like stalin and she just it's a girl in. too oh, wow. i know i know i thought it was a male when she came first i was like holy <laughs> shit i was like there's a fucking cat outside with a mustache i mean dude it's a proper stalin mustache and like i remember i remember she went <laughs> i remember she went missing before and someone i'd put up you know locally whatever and someone came up to me in the shop and they go your cat hitler's missing i was like ah, it's actually stalin not hitler it's the other awful dictator in the world <laughs> <laughs> It's an awful name, I know, but hey, she's yeah. she's, she's done. What's what's your cat's names? Uh, I went really simple, and I just named them Buddy and Baby. There's it's brother and sister. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, yeah, well, what it was was like I I uh, fostered them for two for two weeks. Uh, I don't oh, know why. Cool. I, I I thought you know okay maybe it's time that I take some responsibility for something other than myself. Stop being so freaking <laughs> selfish. So. Uh, so I got these two kittens. Uh, I was gonna do a dog, but then I'm like, ah, nah, I, I can't, I can't handle a dog. It's too much work. Uh, I, I need some flexibility. You know, cats are a little more independent and all that. So yeah. I did, uh, yeah. So I, I fostered these two ki- kittens that they didn't know how to use the freaking litter box, man. And the whole, I remember the first day they just they, they were stepping in their poop and then just oh, like no. cracking it all over my apartment. I'm like, my whole couch was Lovely. covered in it. Yeah, I just I was like instinctively calling the the boy buddy and the girl baby, you know. So I was like, okay, that's just gonna be their names. And oh, that's um, sweet. Yeah, well, you, yeah, you know, you're lucky that cats. they can use the cat litter because my cats this uh, they scrape on my window every night and I let them in and then they scrape to get back out. So they actually will not use the litter. So there's oh wow, I, yeah. I mean, I've done that. Yeah, I can only so they're like myself. indoor outdoor cats. Yeah, they're pretty much yeah, yeah. Because because we uh, we live in a little village, so they they just just chill around. Sometimes they'll bring back mice to me, which is lovely. You'll get this little scrape. That's and really like, nice yeah. of them. Yeah, I'm like cool. Thanks for that lovely <laughs> gift. And they just pop it at your dead mouth and like, look, look what I gave you. I'm like, oh, thanks. Cheers. <laughs> just go bury this my mouse. Crying man. in the rain, burying a mouse. But yeah, <laughs> they're cats sweet. are uh, they're they're so sweet, man. They're they're just, they are man. They're very innocent, you know. Uh, yeah. They're also yeah. they're also kind of lovely but pricks at the same time because they're kind of like, you know, like a dog will give you unconditional love and a cat's like, mm, I don't really want to see you now and they'll just walk away from you. Whereas like dogs are just like always give you love and cats are like, Meh. 
Yeah, whatever. Totally. And you can even see it in their expression. Like, no, nah, yeah, I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're like, yeah, don't rub me. Just don't. Yeah. Rub me. The disdain yeah, yeah. they give you. But but they're lovely. They're lovely. Back <laughs> back to Brian Wilson and Smile. Anyways, that's it. Yeah. That's yeah, we'll, other... we could save that for uh, another one. We could yeah, that's like the a... cat podcast. That cat episode, yeah. Weekly cat podcast that we're doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, where was I was talking about? We were talking about... You're welcome. About... Oh, and you asked oh, about want... the key oh, change. And yes, so. yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, that's actually based on Brian's um, later 67 uh, piano rendition of the song, which they found... Uh, I guess it might have been 10 years ago now, right? Whenever they put out the 67 set. Yeah. yeah that, 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 was, uh, that was the crown jewel of the set. They found a version of Brian playing Surf's Up on his on his Wild Honey piano, you know, with the, the detuned piano. Amazing. You know, and he plays it a key lower. Uh, but then in that part, the same part where I modulated, he modulates. And that was like a big whoa, you know? Yeah. Uh, I totally so... When I was doing the song for for Smile, you know, of course, it's, you know, the conventional way to just, you know, keep it as is, keep it as the demo, right? Mm. However, you know, he did record a part two. We just never heard it. You know, maybe the tape is gone. Uh, it's it's missing, at least. Um, they recorded a part two, and I think they even did vocals as well. Uh, but that was in January 67. So that's like a, maybe a month after he did the demo version. Yeah. Uh, so... My theory is, you know, maybe he already had it in his mind to do a modulation there. It's wow. possible, right? Yeah. I mean, it, a month had passed. Um, we don't know what he recorded for part two. We do know that that he had a lot of musicians at the session, like strings and horns and stuff like that. So that 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 definitely played into trying to make that last section pretty big. Uh, but yeah, the, the modulation was just, um, I wasn't going to do it at first, but I had the idea early on, but I thought, you know what, the the pitch shifting, it's too, it's a full step up, right? So I thought right. you know, pitch shifting is definitely going to mess up Brian's voice. But yeah. uh, when I did it, I was I was shocked. It, dude, it sounded exactly the same. I, wow. I couldn't hear any artifacts. Wow. So, uh, artifacts, not artifacts. Uh yeah, so I uh, I just once once I heard that Brian's voice was still sounding like Brian's voice, I went, you know, okay, let's let's fucking go all the way with this. <laughs> uh, That's cool. And man. Um, yeah, and so some of the other vocals are actually t uh, pitch shifted as well, but uh, a lot of it is is new, newly recorded for that key. So you but, obviously you obviously have to sing all these vocals in and then use the AI hmm. to kind of over them. How long does it? How long do you spend doing them? I'm sure some of them are quite difficult. Um. Um. No, I, I'd say that's like the easiest part of the whole thing. Really? Yeah, because uh, yeah, especially for Smile, where it was like all you know deep mixed and doing a lot of production stuff, and yeah, that that became like the biggest focus. Uh getting the mixes right, uh, getting the sound right, you know, because, I mean, you know how delicate it is to mix something. It's, yeah. uh, you know, one decibel can change everything. Exactly. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, that that became the the focal point of the project, like getting the mixes right. Um, and, and some songs don't even have AI vocals. Like, well, of course, Our Prayer and You're Welcome don't have AI vocals, but yeah. uh, Vegetables is completely you know original vocals there was nothing for me to do there 
but like yeah stuff like uh let me see so surfs up there were like backgrounds and stuff mm-hmm. um i love to say i love dada i love to say dada dada yeah that had a lot of vocals but i was going off the old like smile ad vocal arrangement so i didn't uh-huh. have to think too much about it it, okay. it takes time i think you know what it is like i get lost in it and i don't realize how much time goes <laughs> goes by you know <laughs> Uh, I kind of just like start and I don't stop until it's done. And so it might take a couple hours or whatever to do like Dada, for instance. Mm. Um, but it, it's it's a bit, you have to get into the zone because um, as you're recording the stuff, like you have to run it through the AI filter, right? I guess, so, yeah. or you can do it afterwards. You can record everything first and then run everything. You know, you're talking about like hundreds of little wave files that you got to run through and then place back in the session in time. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's a lot of work, but once you get into a flow, you know, you kind of just do it, you know? And, uh, yeah. So Dada, you know, I probably got, you know, most of the vocals done in one shot. Um, and then, uh, a lot of it afterwards was playing with the leads who was going to sing the lead. So I have a Carl lead for that one. Um, but the, the owl lead was, it was just way better. So I went with that. That's class, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, do you? So, I, I'm kind of ignorant to, to, to like the <laughs> the AI stuff with music. Mm-hmm. I know certain things, but you know, I'm quite, you know, I know the programs and stuff. Well, obviously, I don't know all. Mm-hmm. I was I was talking about fucking Soviets, and that's fucking gone now. But like, <laughs> so all all your programs that you have or your models, do you just mm-hmm. you can just pop them out anytime and just use them for anything? Um, pretty much, yeah. Like I'm, I'm still using Google Colab, so you have to like sort of install the code through okay. Colab. Uh, but I, I do have like a window open always. Uh, so at any given time, I can install it and load up a model. It, it will take like maybe five minutes or something like that to load to to get the whole process running. And then once you get the process running, you can pretty easily load other models into it as well. Uh, so yeah so many times i would have like all the beach boys models loaded up and then i can easily just switch from mike to brian to whomever and then uh you know you basically like uh drag and drop a wave file that you just recorded or whatever uh and then uh click uh convert and uh you you got mike or brian singing your 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 vocal you know that's cool how mad was that the first time you did it like you were just oh my god well, well like, first oh. of all, I I did this shit before anybody, like in terms of the Beach Boys. Okay. So, um, to hear Brian singing stuff that he never sang, it it, it actually it was um it was stressful for me. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. No, like seriously, like I was I had a lot of anxiety over it because really, yeah, because I I this stuff was really new. There was only like one YouTube video out there that I found that had um. That's how I learned of it. Um, it was like Michael Jackson singing uh, "I Feel It Coming" by The Weekend. Oh my and, god, what uh, was that like? Oh, it, it was incredible. I, it was, sounded really good, and I was like, "How the hell did they do that?" And that's why I, I got curious about it. And um, yeah, so once I figured it, dude, it took me a long time to like set up my computer to be able to process, right? Because I was doing it locally at the time. That was the only way to do it at the time. Uh, it was it was really I, I really got into a weird place like um uh and when when I started processing stuff and hearing you know what it sounded like it was it, it was overwhelming to have to know that I was the only one that had like you know 
a clip of Brian singing Match Point of Your Love in 1972. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> stuff like that. It was yeah. it was really uh I felt it was real it was a strange time, I'm not gonna lie. Like it 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 was it was weird. And yeah. uh, but then once I started putting it out, you know, I saw people people were liking it. Uh so, but not everybody, you know, there's still like to this day, like people are really, really brutal about this stuff. Like I've seen I, some comments. On, um, I've seen was, some comments. Don't worry. Yep. Yep. Uh, I, I've been I used to post on the smiley smile message board. uh, (laughs) well yeah now you know what happened was i was doing that stuff and and this one particular person just kept posting it was literally getting to the point of like personal insults really yeah and um it was really stressing me i was already my nerves were already fried i wasn't getting much sleep yeah Uh, and i just i thought like what kind of person you know is going off like this you know sorry, and, and... sorry about that i have to apologize for all those comments <laughs> <laughs> oh come on man i thought we were friends sorry man that's how i got you on the podcast oh that's messed up <laughs> sorry uh, go on <laughs> won't do it again sorry yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> uh you know and, and to this day that person is still rattling off and it's just that's like funny. oh my god so i don't post there anymore actually because of because of that you know that's it's sad. like why am i gonna do that when especially when dude everybody on reddit loves it everybody on uh every well most people uh, on youtube are really digging it um it's more i guess some of these longtime fans that are that they just want something to bitch about it seems you know i think it's uh, older people too like i posted it's mostly it. I older I, people i posted your stuff to steve hoffman i was like dude you gotta check out this stuff mm. all these old dudes vinyl dudes are like it's not the and you're like dude come on i think people of course it's not the beach boys but, yeah you know. yeah but like they kind of when someone said, "Oh, it sounds nothing like," it, I'm like, "Dude, what are you talking about?" Right, right. It sounds nothing. That that's the one that gets me. How how do you figure it sounds nothing like them? Yeah, you that's know? the weird one. You're like, "Come on, man." Even to this day, when the, the models are like freaking perfect, you know, it's like there's still people out there that are trying to say it doesn't sound like them. It's like, come yeah. on, man. You know? Yeah. Even yeah. even the original, like the initial ones, even though there was a lot of ar- artifacts and you know they were a bit warbly and stuff, like it still sounded like them, you know uh so yeah i don't at this point though i've I've, first of all my sleep is a little bit better these days which helps you know (laughs) if if i was to give anybody advice it wouldn't be about ai it would be about health like guys get your sleep (laughs) yeah but you know what you know what i can i would say people like mccartney and people that would hear that would actually really like it i don't think they i don't think they would go oh uh." You know, McCartney's commented on it a few times, and he he did specifically call out one of my one of my AI. No creations. way. Yeah, and you know, it was such a bummer because like he called out like the very first thing that I did with him, which was God only knows with him singing, and, uh, and a lot of people mentioned to me, "Hey, the accent sounds a little off." Okay. And um, you know, at the time I I did this cover, it was the first time that I messed with Paul, a Paul model. And um, I think I was just so, so caught up in the fact that the tone really sounded like him. And so I I just, I blasted through the song. I didn't really spend that much time on it. And I just uploaded it when it was done. And uh, um, yeah, I I guess he does sort of have an American accent, which he kind of does when he sings. But I could see why a lot of people think that, you know, it doesn't really sound 100% like him. Anyways, he commented on this like recently, even though I did this thing a long time ago. 
uh, and uh, yeah, he's like, well, I know it's not me, you know, <laughs> and uh, and you know, he's like, dude, come on, man, check out new. How about new? How about uh, uh return to Pepperland? Check out any of my other shit, you know, and uh, I'd be hard pressed to to hear him not think that it sounds like him. He's definitely but, um, heard new. He's definitely heard new. I reckon. And I don't know. How about I don't know? You know, actually, uh, I don't know was the uh, was the one that I heard first that I was like, oh my mm. god, that is class. Because that's a great song, anyways. It's such a good song, and and I always even before the AI shit, I remember in like 2018 when it came out, uh, I could I could envision how he would have sang it in in like the Wings era, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you use a 70s model? It wasn't a 70s model. It's actually based on his voice from. Uh, like it was many decades <laughs> so, okay yeah kind of it was uh, uh yeah it was a big really really impressive model um but uh yeah so but i i think that just the the way like um dogs at my door you know how he like hold yeah. he doesn't hold it out in the original right but yeah. you can imagine like back in the 70s he would have held that note out for sure so, um, for sure yeah things like that like little intricacies where yeah i I just always noticed that like from from when he dropped that in 20, 2018 but his voice sounds like particularly affected on that one i thought that uh come on to me the other single from that album he sounded great he sounded yeah. like uh lady madonna paul on that one you know yeah remember his worst song i think one of his worst songs ever is for you do you know that song <laughs> i was like bro come on like that has to be, you know like that theory that paul mccartney died and mm. like that's the only the evidence that actually might exist that song for you that you could go actually maybe he did because that song maybe is so did. fucking bad <laughs> well you know the thing with paul and I, I actually i really respect it about him he's always trying to like stay current even now like yeah. uh so that that's an example of uh you know him he 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 got with ryan tedder ryan tedder produced that and probably wrote it you know or mm -hmm. at least co-wrote it Oof, uh bad one. and uh yeah it's just you know i did actually um before I realized that all the McCartney solo stuff was getting pulled from YouTube, I, I did do like a, a, a de-aged version of that one too. Uh, for um, you? Yeah, yeah. And he sounds, a, a young Paul definitely sounds better on it than, you know, older Paul. But um, yeah, I, I got a bunch of like Egypt Station stuff that I did. I did, um, I don't, do you, are you familiar with the album? Do you know the yeah, album? Yeah, well? yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the it's last, a good album, uh, really good album. Uh, the, the, I especially like the song Naked. Yeah. Which is, um, you know, that's like super Beatley, right? Yeah. Uh, I got a version of that with Young Paul singing, but you know, I just haven't uh, uploaded any of that stuff because um, they get yanked. Is it? Yeah, they get yanked, man. It's like, what's the point, you know? And and then I just get strikes on my channel, which means I'm more likely to lose the channel completely. Right. Uh, right. You know, right now I'm working on my actually it's my third Day Limbs channel, but. Uh, Currently, it's it's one of two that I have operational. Um, you know, the first one had eight thousand subscribers because the 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 early stuff was getting a lot of publicity. New, I don't know. Uh, grow old with me, especially. Uh, oh yeah, grow old with me is class, man. Great song. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, that I actually just made that video public again on that channel because. Uh, oh cool. It, it, it still exists. Yeah, I just I private stuff so that I don't get copyright strikes because once oh, you're okay. you you get three strikes right and then you're out they they cancel they just delete your channel 
Um, so wow. once I'm at that two out of three mark, then I, I just pull everything and I just wait for the strikes to expire. It takes three months. So <laughs> I had gotten to a point with that first channel with the 8,000 subscribers that I was able to post again because I, I only had one copyright strike. So I planned on putting out Smile AI on that channel, which I figured, you know, would get more reach with 8,000 subscribers. Mm -hmm. The one that I'm currently on is it's it's inching towards 2,000 now, but still, you know, a big difference. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I attempted to upload Smile AI on that channel, but uh, they had it blocked like before I could even upload it. So um, I, I think it's just like the copyright sensor sort of like it detects the songs and then it says, oh, you're the owner has decided not to let you upload it or it's like blocked worldwide or something like that. You it's know? weirdly annoying because you're like publicizing them. It's not like you're making cash off this because they can get royalties off that actual if it's played. You know, it's kind of absolutely it's, I, I'm bizarre. If you hear a weird noise, that's my cat. She's decided to get on top of me. She's purring. So it's not me making it <laughs> weird. I'm not going into the microphone like a freak. <laughs> like, that guy was weird. He was purring the whole podcast. I, oh, yeah, I so. thought uh, it was like uh, some like podcast sound effect that you have. <laughs> so, yeah, I just do it to kind of calm the guests, you know, in the background. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I don't get like why they kind of. I know, I know the Eagles uh... are mad for doing it, and anything with you oh, yeah. and my Universal are total bastards. Like, yeah, I I don't know who makes those calls and why, but uh, I I suspect they're a bit more tough with the AI thing because they don't know what to do with it yet, but. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, if it were up to me, I would um, allow those AI covers, maybe selectively delete some of the, the really bad ones. Yeah, yeah, the shit ones. Like. <laughs> if, if it was me back there, I'd be like, oh, this one sucks. <laughs> delete. Uh, <laughs> I would, you know what I'd love? And I was, I was, because I was, probably I was watching it the other day and I love it. I'd love mm -hmm. to hear Brian Wilson model or any of the Beach Boys model doing Black Sheep by Dewey Cox. You know that song, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, a, it's a that's a classic. Yeah, Van Dyke wrote that. Like, so be just fucking. Oh, did did he really? Yeah, yeah. Van Dyke wrote that. Van song. Dyke Parks wrote that for the movie. Mm -hmm. I asked him about. it. I messaged him a few months ago, and I was I was listening. I was like, dude, I just remembered. It's like it, it, something came up somewhere, and I I emailed him, and we're talking about. It, and he was laughing about it. He was like, oh yeah. <laughs> so, did he yeah. say like he wrote it for like specifically like in the smile style? Like he, yeah, yeah. So they so they basically asked him to write it in this style of sixty seven that kind of era of smile. So it's 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 wow purposely wrote like that. Now I know oh, another guy okay. wrote I know another guy wrote bits with him, but I'm not too sure how much he wrote. But that whole it sounds very like chordal structures of what Van Dyke you know like even the the arrangements are very Van Dyke, you know, the chords. That, so I, I don't know how much, I don't know, did the other guy that wrote, did he write words or stuff like that? I'm not too sure, but it's mm. very Van Dyke Parks. So, yeah, it, it'd, so be even, it'd be even cooler, like Brian singing that. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to listen to it again. I didn't know that Van Dyke wrote, that, that gives me a little more like ammunition to maybe, maybe want to consider it at least, you know. I'm, that would be brilliant. I'm pretty bad with, um, with like requests like i'm i know sorry man i'm sure no people no no like, it's a, ah, can you do this song bohemian rhapsody yeah. with Al or, or they don't even say can you do it they say do it all oh, right 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 at least i asked politely you yeah know, you which... were like you know no you didn't even ask you were just like you know what would be cool to do like that's true that's that's a, that's a nice way of putting it but like yeah it's, you do get a lot of requests because think I, I guess people think i could just like churn them out like it's nothing 
and that I don't have a life. You know, <laughs> you know when I was watching the live stream you were doing the other day, some guy I don't know what I don't know was it the first one I watched the or maybe the first one, and some guy goes, "Are you going to do a remaster of Smile?" I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about, bro? Just put like, it I out." I just dropped it two days ago, bro. <laughs> like, you want me to remaster it already? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Has there been a lot of people who actually have listened to that and actually never heard Smile? Have you got any messages? Oh my god, that? yeah. Actually, really? someone came came someone came into the chat room yeah. and they were like, "This is the first Beach Boys thing I ever heard, and I really love it." Uh, no way. Like, no. I was like, <laughs> that was the one time I think I was like, you know what? Maybe there's something wrong with this whole AI thing because <laughs> maybe I maybe I am tampering with something bigger than myself or or bigger than what I should be tampering with because uh and I quickly like told the kid like yo listen don't no go back and listen to the smile session so you know what's real and what's not real yeah and uh, and, uh, and then go listen to pet sounds and then go listen to the earlier stuff yeah here, but just but like, I think it, I think it gets people you know like when you did I don't know why I remember I went back and listened to Egypt station again so I think it's just oh, gonna wow. I think it only adds that people would hear that and go, oh, I got to check out. Like that. That's what, going back to the whole thing about why you and I would block these things. It's fucking stupid. You're just going to get more people into it. Yeah. It's yeah, stupid. totally. It's just promotion, really. Exactly. Um, Free promotion. And, but th then again, I do. I. So, yeah, it seems like it almost seems like they specifically target my videos. Right. And, um, <laughs> well, the only thing I can come up with is that they're too realistic, you know? uh yeah but, yeah and um, plus they're gonna start doing that shit themselves they're gonna you can once it, record labels are gonna find a way to try and make money from this you know it's I gonna think so. happen yeah yeah they'll probably be like you know i, I hope it it's soon and i hope that they hit me up because exactly I'm, no one knows these guys better than i do and you know i, I don't know it would be disappointing if like i find out that like they got someone else doing you know, like the official Beatles AI or Beach Boys AI and stuff like that, you know? Well, they uh, will eventually hire someone as AI whatever. And mm. that could be you, you know? You just got to get in there, bro. <laughs> it should be. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I should. Um, yeah, I, I hope so. I hope so. You know, I, I did reach out to the Beach Boys uh, management as well as Brian Wilson's management and no one has returned my emails. So uh, that's strange. I thought they would, you know, you know, uh maybe at some point you know when maybe it's just not in their interest right now but i just hope that when they do get interested in it that they they consider me you know because uh i'm their guy you know i who else who else is going to do it like i do i don't know I, I don't mean that in like a braggadocious way it's just like i mean i, I you know i've sort of uh i've got all the the elements needed for something like this right you know uh, being being a pr producer and songwriter as my profession, uh, along with the mixing and uh, and then understanding their catalogs like that, um, I don't yeah, know. You're, you're I mean, into the music, like you're not like I'm really simply... really into the music, really into the history of the music and the band. Yeah. And um, you know, listen, listen, I would love to be able to tell you, you know, what it's either me or this other guy. But as far as I know, there is no other guy. You know, have you have uh, you heard anyone else doing like? Um... No, outside the Beach Boys, that's doing mm. stuff that would be kind of, what would you reckon on par with what you're doing? Um, I mean, I've heard good AI AI stuff, but I don't think anybody's going as far as I am in terms of um, re-recording everything. You know, 
Right. I um, get you. I'm pretty sure almost everybody's just taking a previously existing vocal and running it through uh, the AI, you know, voice changer thing. And then, but there, there are people out there that are doing what I do, but it's just, I haven't heard anything that's on the same level, you know? And I say that as someone, and it sounds probably so like braggadocious or, or whatever the case, but like, <laughs> my profession which I'm, I'm trying to like kind of keep on the dl with the whole day, day limbs thing like I, i'm someone that receives demos regularly so i'm i'm constantly judging music and uh okay you know uh so i i kind of know I'm, I'm i'm in a position where i can judge pretty accurately what's what's good and what's not okay okay uh, i got you so <laughs> why did why did you call why did you call it day limbs is there any reason for that Oh, uh, so it's actually smile ad backwards. Oh god, I thought it was to do with llamas. I don't know. You why. know what? It's I it kind of sounded like that in a way. <laughs> like it sounded actually. You know, it's 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 almost Korean. Like day, there's like a day limb out there. Yeah, yeah. Buddy, stop rubbing my legs, man. My my cat is just like, dude, you're spending too much time on this podcast. <laughs> Man, am I taking up too much of your time? Sorry about that. No, 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 not at all, man. I'm I'm really enjoying this actually. Okay, uh, good. No, good. it's just my my cat's just being annoying. But uh, don't, don't worry, mine's here just sitting on me purring like a lunatic. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, no. So the day limb. Sorry, we went back to the the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it just I I I I had initially named the channel Smile AD, and then I thought, well, that's I don't know, and I I reversed it. And I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. It looks like it looks, I don't know, like it looks like a, like a, yeah, like Dalai Lama or like, yeah, it looks like um, mystical and spiritual and all that. And, um, and so, yeah, so I just went with it. And, and I don't know how I came up with the brown screen. I, I think, dude, I, yeah, I couldn't even tell you what, where that came from. I downloaded like a a background in the base color. Background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and because uh, I didn't know what to put as like the video for for this stuff. Yeah, so, that's always a weird thing. Have you have you have you actually have you done? I know I know more to do with AI with videos because I actually okay. I did like for a last single I did I did like a green screen myself and then did like mad fucking AI with the thing. Like kind of integrate. Really? Yeah, yeah. For a song called, Do I'll send it to you, called Doctrine Sky. It's like a fucking psychedelic kind of pop song. So because the AI, I was talking to somebody about this because the AI is so kind of mental, it's almost like psychedelic because it's not perfect. You know what I mean? Like you feed it mm -hmm. something and it comes out some crazy, like I yes. think it's like, it's weird. It's like taking magic mushrooms, some of this AI stuff that they put through. Like, What like uh, What have you, what programs have you used? I was, what was I using for that? I was using a thing called Night Cafe, which is a, a, kind of not a very unknown one. And then for the new stuff that I'm using, I'm going using Runaway and Kyber. Kyber is fucking Kyber, amazing. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Kyber. Kyber's class. And it's kind mm -hmm. of like, you know, that thing of like, I'm sure it's like the way, you, you know, you're using AI as in, mm. you're using it as a tool. You're not using it as a whole being of the whole thing. Right. I think I think when you use it like that, I think people have a misconception of like everything you've done is just AI and you've put it into a program and then it shoots it out like and it's not like that at all. You have to do a lot of work with it too. You have to do a lot of work. Yeah, the, the trailers that I did for Smile AI are all based on stuff that I did with like Kyber and... Um, I was going to ask about uh, that. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Runway. Oh yeah, Run Runway. Yeah, 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 exactly. 
And you know, it's weird. Like the runway and Kyber, they have actually like their own look of it. AI, you know what I mean? Like Kyber has a different look to runway as a look, if you get what I mean. Like totally. Yeah. They have their own like algorithms and yeah. Um, some of the stuff that I got from Runway, it's it looks really. Re I was trying to get like Brian singing "Wonderful" and all this, so I was messing with like deep fake and. I get you. Um, and I was trying to like give some get some good B roll from uh from like Kyber and and Runway, uh, and uh, yet yeah, like for like a split second, like the it actually still looks like Brian, you know. Yeah, yeah. But then it like starts morphing him into. <laughs> it's like some, some crazy looking monster type of thing. Yeah, yeah some of what you know. I remember I put in a program was like uh something about Hulk something about Hulk Hogan. And it made it Hulk Hogan into this disturbing like tree. Oh man, it was like oh every time I look at it, I was like, that is just that would haunt your nightmares for the rest of your <laughs> life. You know what I mean? Like it was that like creepy. It was oh yeah, it was, it was bizarre, like so. Yeah, you and and it, and it's it kind of realistic in a way, so it's, yeah. Yeah, it's like super, <laughs> even more scary, super creepy. Has, have you ever thought about doing like a video for any of the stuff you're doing, like a full video, uh, mm. for for any of the stuff? Nah, I think it's nah. I, I I did consider it while I was doing the trailers and when when I was first messing with the AI video stuff, uh. But then I quickly realized that I wouldn't be able to get enough like realistic footage of them singing. I mean, I, get it. I think one day, yeah, it might be worth revisiting it once the technology is a little better. Yeah, uh, because I, I think uh, if you can keep the person looking like the person and I, I did try to, you know what I did? Um, uh, was it? Yeah, so deepfake and also... Um, I forget what the the program is called, but you know where you can like have someone lip sync something, right? Just to take a picture. Oh, I know, I know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an online thing you can get used like that. Mm hmm. Yeah, I was using some code for that, and uh, and then what I would do is like sometimes it would mess up the face a bit and make the teeth look really weird and stuff. So <laughs> I would run I would run it through a deep fake of like the original image, and then all of a sudden it looked a lot better. Oh. So I, I feel like if they can somehow combine all of these things to like keep the person looking like get the like the really cool video AI of like Kyber or Runway uh, plus like the lip sync thing plus the deep fake to keep them looking similar like everything at once, then it might be worth trying to look at like doing a, a real music video. Well, there's a, there's a great program when I, you know, because someone when, you know, like the AI, it, it shoots it out to you. It's not like great quality. So you, there's a program called Topaz, and it's an AI program. Oh yeah, Dope, yeah. Topaz. Right, right. Yeah, I used that to upscale the AI with AI, and it would upscale it into 4K. And especially mm. when you're when you're using kind of people, it's kind of shit. But when you're using um, ow, sorry, my cat's grabbing me. When you're using when you're using uh, you know, like images, it's quite cool. It actually does some quite or you know, like psychedelic kind of shit. It's when yeah. you're using people that can kind of flat them out. I remember did something with John Lithgow from Third Rock and Sun. It looked mental. It was just too like mm. mad. But for for you know for this stuff, but it's it's crazy, man. Like how how fast that shit's growing. Like, it's, it's, I feel like 2023 has really been a breakout year for AI media yeah. wise. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it wasn't even really on my radar until now. You know, like this year. Really, I I would I thought yeah. you were probably super like tech savvy or something like that to be able to use. No, that. not at all, man. Like I'm 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 a songwriter producer, and I, um, 
I guess I'm a bit nerdy with what I do. You know, I do like to look at details and and get things. I'm a bit of a perfectionist, but like, yeah, tech wise, I'm not. Nah, I don't know code. Uh, I don't. I don't know how to. I'm really not that good at like programming synths and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I am good at. What I, I think my my specialty is my ear. You know. Yeah. And um, so, and trying to accomplish. You know, tr- taking the steps to get to where I want to go. Uh. So yeah, when when the when the vocal AI thing came around, it was actually pretty difficult to like get it going for me. <laughs> right. I, I struggled for like a week, like trying to figure it out. But I just I, I was so obsessed with it. That's the yeah. thing. I, was, I I get really obsessed with shit. So yeah, I was really obsessed with it, and I wouldn't stop until I figured it out. Okay. And, um, I, we should I, call I, this podcast um two guys that keep getting interrupted by their cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I thought you could code. I thought oh, this guy definitely can code because no, the, yeah, you know, the and, and you so know, good. yeah. People initially were were thinking that I, I did get hit up by some other people as well, like um, owners of companies and and different different labels and stuff. And yeah, they, none of them could like figure out what I was doing, and they they thought that I was like making the software myself and stuff. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh. And at this point, anybody could really do it. They've made it really user friendly. You know, it still requires a little bit of, uh, you know, watching tutorials and and stuff like that. But in the beginning, it was a different. It was a different story. You really did sort of need to at least uh, manually copy some code and enter it in. And hey. uh, yeah. But uh, but no, I'm just like a music guy. I don't know code. I'm uh, if if music didn't pay my bills, I, I'd probably be lost. You're like a full-time songwriter. Mm-hmm. That is quality, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah. Living uh, the dream. It's well, yeah, but it took a long time to get there. Uh it took a long time to get there. And I, I did consider sort of like switching paths at one point mm. and getting into um my dad does uh IT. So oh. I thought maybe maybe I don't know. If this music thing doesn't work out, maybe I'll go to IT or something. But um, over the last few years, finally something something worked out. So that's class, uh, man. That's class. Yeah, because yeah. it's hard, man. It's fucking hard. I'm sure, like yourself, really hard. The yeah. the the the, you know, the meetings with record labels, and then you think, mm. you know, like the you meet these like record labels, and they're like, you'd swear you were their second coming of Jesus, and then a week later, like, nah, we're like, what? Look at all the shit you said to me. They're like, that, ah, but it's like, it can be very disheartening. All <laughs> like, right, on to the next. Exactly. You know, like, because there's yeah, so yeah. many bullshitters involved that you're like, are they being cool with me? Are they being, you know, you don't know. So to be yeah. able to get to that point to do it is fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there's, oh man, I went through so much of that, that stuff. Like, uh, people tell me, oh, you made the album, congratulations. And it literally would have been a life-changing thing. And then you look at the album and you, your song isn't on there. Oh, uh, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. I went through so much, you know, there's a, a lot of BS out there. But um, yeah. So have you... it actually, it turned me to, um, after dealing with that, I sort of just started like doing my own thing, putting out my own music on YouTube. Yeah. And, um, and then coincidentally that's sort of where like my actual career uh picked up because like uh then once they saw i was getting like some some love on youtube then uh 
that's when like companies reached out and wanted me to work with them with their artists and stuff like that oh, to wow. write songs in that, that is to write like similar songs yeah and then since then like um i've started my own uh publishing company so wow. i have like writers signed to me and wow. uh, so yeah i'm like managing writers doing my own i'm still an active producer songwriter and Brilliant. uh but you know first and foremost beach boys fan mixer <laughs> So you've so do you have you like do you work on your own like albums and stuff like that as well as writing for other people? I I used to, um, but not anymore. Uh, kind of lost the 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 uh, desire to be um, you know like in the spotlight. You know what I mean? Uh, I I didn't. I felt like uh, I no longer had anything like super artistic to say. Um, I think maybe I don't know. Once you're like into your thirties a bit, like, you know, the, the, the same things that motivate you in your twenties kind of go away a bit. So I, for, well, for me at least. Um, so yeah, that made me turn completely into just like, I just want to be behind the scenes and, uh, you know, try to, try to like exploit my talent, you know? <laughs> I get you. I get yeah. you. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like, I always think, you know, I'm reading a book on McCartney at the moment and, just some mm. of the stories of like the fans, you're like, why would you ever want to be that big? Like that would just be <laughs> not. I'm not saying that any like it's easy to get that, but just right. You know, to get to that point is ridiculously hard, and then to get it, and you're like, no matter where you go in the world, someone's gonna ask you for a picture. That must be just nauseating. Oh my just, god! Yeah, you yeah. Imagine? You can never get any privacy, um, dude. Yeah. I mean, he seems to be handling it really well. Like he seems like so down to earth and stuff, but. Um, I think he's definitely like a, he's, he's like an exception to the rule, I would say. Cause, uh, yeah, look what it did to Brian, you know, like he, he couldn't handle being so scrutinized in the public and, um, you know, yeah, for, for me personally, yeah, I would, oh my God, man, I'd just be a walking panic attack. Yeah. You know? It's just a bit crazy, wouldn't it? It's the, <laughs> it's the weird thing of like people knowing who you are and they're like, Hey, you're like, uh, hello. And they just assume they know you and they're like can i take a picture of you and it's like uh okay that'd just be weird just be like super uh, weird yeah yeah you know and you'd yeah, obviously that's... do it but it'd just be strange like it's just and then you don't want to be a prick and let that person down because you know you don't want someone going that asshole would take a picture of me so you, it's all these different things all mixed into each other it just has to be difficult like you've really got to have a good head on your shoulders to be able to handle that constantly yeah. 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 Like you always have to be turned on, basically. And I know for me, I'm like, I'm only turned on about 10% of the time. So (laughs) I saved it all for this podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) So a few more questions and I'll let you go. Jeez, we're nearly talking for two hours, man. How how did you get into the Beach Boys? Was there any, do do you remember anything you saw when you got into the Beach Boys or was there any moment? I was, um, yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but yeah, I was totally like into the Beatles at first. Oh, okay. uh, and then uh, I think when I was around 13, I discovered I, I got a, my hands on Beach Boys Made in USA, I think it was called. Yeah. It was like a, you know, greatest hits compilation. I know that one with the kind of it's the it's got the Amer- United States writing in USA on the cover, doesn't it? It's kind of like white. Maybe I'm getting it wrong. Anyways, I think on. so. Yeah. Or is that born in the USA? <laughs> no. the, the I, I, uh, 
<laughs> that's an AI version. Yeah. <laughs> it's like holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry, go on. But the song Don't Worry Baby caught me. That was oh, the one. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. And I just I listened to the whole CD and I was like, wow, all this shit is good. And okay. uh and then I, I remember getting the good vibrations box set not too long after, and I was just totally in. You know, all yeah. the different eras and I, you know, and I understood what I was listening to and um uh you know so i knew that the smile stuff was unreleased and um you know and i i, I just really felt it all like you know i, I just I, I could really get into brian wilson and mm. uh you know at that time i was um it's funny like when you're like 13 and you're looking at these like these 22 year olds like they're like these older gods and stuff you know <laughs> but now it's like wait, they were only 22 when they did that shit what no. the fuck? how is that possible crazy you know? isn't it crazy especially when you're that young you can kind of feel a weird affinity to the music and to those you know you're kind of when you're writing music as well and playing music and Mm. the beach boys it like it's like another kind of world i always i always view that with like the beatles and the beach boys it's like another kind of it's like a little world within their own world like like dioramas or something like that and you know you go into this whole like world and you're like oh my god this smile thing like what the fuck is this smile thing it was crazy like the right. first time, first time I heard the Beach Boys, I was sitting like, I mean, consciously heard the Beach Boys. I'm sure I heard them on like Surfing USA, you know, when you're younger, growing up. But you don't take that much heat of it. It's just like mm-hmm. in the in the background. But uh, there was a TV show uh, on Sunday mornings, and it was like Dave Fanning, and he played this song. He played "I Was Just Wasn't Made for These Times," and he was explaining this guy, and he was sitting at staying at home, and the band went out, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this? Like this guy, the producer? What the fuck?" You know, I thought it was like the monkeys. You know, like the monkeys kind of <laughs> were like that. And then you know, yeah. you kind of you were like, "I never." I heard the turban and all this shit, and I was like, "Man, what is this? I got to get into this." Still. And then I got Pet Sounds. It's like fucking, you know, total blew Amazing. my mind. And then just yeah. go down that like a rabbit hole. I'm sure, like you oh, said, such a rabbit hole. Rabbit. Yeah. It's like you the ultimate that? rabbit hole. I mean, because there's so many errors and and then you learn about, you know, the how the different members sort of, you know, have their own peaks and valleys, you know. Yeah. And uh yes. So so oh yeah, I do remember the watching the American band documentary pretty early on. And... It's the same as that. Same as that, yeah. bro. And that do you remember? Do you remember that biography channel documentary? That was a big thing for me getting into Brian Wilson, right? Yeah, that was fucking brilliant. Yeah. It was like two hours long, and then he was that like, was, "Yeah, he's like the tapes are destroyed. The tapes are destroyed." I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> tapes are destroyed." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was I remember they played that clip of Daddy Deer from Brian and Holland. That yeah, was like, yeah, whoa. He's like, where did that come from? I think about it and it's like in the span of like two years, I knew everything about the Beach Boys and I knew that that was like a really rare tape. <laughs> you know, it's I'm so, with it's you so that. wild, like how quickly you can, something about their catalog is just really inviting and you can, yeah, you know, if you get into it, it's like you can, you can figure everything out pretty, pretty fast. And uh, I see, I see newer fans like on that same page now, you know, you see them on like YouTube and in these chats and stuff, and uh, it's it, it's wild, man. It's definitely, um, I, yeah. I wish everybody would get into them because it's just a lot of fun. What 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 music was popular when you first got into them? Was it, what what was it? New metal or any of that stuff? Um, would have been like late nineties. So, uh, so we're literally the same time period we got into the Beach Boys. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right around like Endless Harmony documentary and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just um, like, yeah, probably, yeah, maybe 2000 even. 1999, mm-hmm. 2000. Maybe, yeah, around that. It would have mm-hmm. been. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. It was, a, it was a fun time because it was like before, like, uh, things were still like, you still had to buy like DVDs and, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're on like dial-up connections and shit, so we couldn't, you know, couldn't stream stuff. <laughs> did you did but, you uh, download the Smile Live when he first did it? I remember it got this incredibly bad MP3 and I was listening to it. And you know all oh. the shit that you hadn't heard. I was like, oh, fuck, man. Like that part of, um, I don't know if you do it on the live version, but the easy, my child, it's just enough to believe, I believe. Right, right. Just that kind of part. I'm not sure it was that. I'm not sure it was there singing on that or was it just that kind of guitar part or something. Maybe I'm wrong. But anyways, I just remember like just the worst quality you could ever have and it's still blowing my mind going, Whoa, was it fuck. um was it an audience tape or was it like Yeah, it was from it, no, it was from the wild it was it was like a some dude recorded it like at the Royal Festival mm. Hall, like from a fucking right, right. tape recorder or something like that. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I remember hearing that for the first time and Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty pretty wild. I remember thinking, yo, Brian sounds pretty good on this stuff. Like, yeah, he, yeah. um, yeah, because his live shows were really touch and go. Especially, I mean, you know, they always were really, but yeah, I thought that he sort of perked up a bit during those songs, and like he sounded a little better than he had, had before. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. I remember, uh, yeah, just like the whole show, he was like really engaged and like on pitch, and <laughs> you know, yeah strange isn't it probably his mental just he was like feeling good so he kind of just sang good i don't know maybe maybe it's something right just like that maybe it's something yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that, was, that, that was exciting times and uh you know there's a lot more activity back yeah. then and i think yeah. uh, brian's pretty much he's pretty much called it a day at this point i think so i think so yeah, yeah he's getting he's man the dude's done enough i think you know and, yeah you he's know. 81 now exactly exactly um, yeah i mean that's you know once you're like into your 80s i think you know you yeah. really you know things things start going a little downhill i think uh, for yeah. most people for most yeah. people not everybody but uh i mean paul he's he's the same age and look at him man he's like hey what's up guys you know yeah. well, <laughs> come see me live <laughs> i'll go do an ai version of you so well. but um <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, i'm just keeping up with the times you know because i'm <laughs> 20 i'm not 80 right you know god bless paul mccartney i love that man oh he's the best you know i I have so much respect for him you see the uh video of him arriving at uh what was it oh it was the beyonce show there's a there's a video of him yeah yeah yeah. it was like from like a month ago or two months ago or something and he's arriving with uh i think it's stella his daughter oh my god and dude he looks so fucking cool man he looks he walks like a 20 year old. Like, yeah, he just, man. He walks in there, like, with this bounce, and he's just, like, you know, waving and stuff. It's just like, how the fuck can someone be 81 and be so fucking cool? Yeah, I, he's, I, he's the man. He's he the really man. is, man. He does, like, I don't know, maybe being a vegetarian is worth it. Yeah. Ah, uh, man, I like chicken. I can't, you know, <laughs> I love animals. You know, I was a vegan for like two years. I've never was as sick in my life. I was so sick. Oh, really? I was oh, so shit. sick. Like, it's like, it's like anything, man. Not everything works for everyone. You know what I mean? Not every diet works for everyone. I think mm-hmm. in anywhere of life, you know, That's no matter true. what it is, it just, it, not everything works for everyone. Just for me, it just wasn't, um, just didn't work. You know, like back yeah. to his smile, do you know the only thing I hate, not the only thing, but the thing I mm-hmm. hate most about that Brian Wilson present smile is he's yeah. the fucking digital harpsichord. 
Like they, they used did. a digital harpsichord. I'm like, wonderful, right? Oh, bro. Every time I hear it, I'm like, fucking harpsichord from like a Korg or something like that. Because they said it sounded better than the real harpsichord. I'm like, no. Who That's said that? There's an interview with like, uh, where you can go, where there's an old thing and they talk about why they use the digital harpsichord and they said it sounded better than the, the actual harpsichord. I think it's with Darian or one of those. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was in, it was in like a sound, uh, it wasn't sound on sound, it was like a kind of, it was like one of those uh, tech magazines and I was like, there's no way that a harpsichord, a fucking digital harpsichord sounds better than a real harpsichord. I remember thinking that the tempo was way slow compared to the original um, yeah, it's a bit slower, isn't it? It is, yeah. I wonder if like that would have made it sound worse, but still, like it's a real harpsichord. I, I, how would it not sound better? Yeah. I think you know what I find with production, music production, like things um don't sound dated until a little later. So like maybe at the time yeah. when they were recording it, it was like, oh wow, this sounds really good, and then you yeah, know, not maybe too long after not too long after they were like, uh oh. <laughs> it was the first thing that threw me when I listened to it. I was I like, yeah. I was like, is that a fucking? That can't be a real harpsichord because it sounded. It didn't have that kind of depth, you know, like a real harpsichord has. Like, a we should get depth. Darian on here and yell at him about that. Yeah, just going, you piece of shit, Darian. How could you do this stuff? <laughs> I and mean, because he's so good, like he's I love class, the Wonderman stuff. Oh, that Bali album's brilliant. Yes, yeah, I love uh, Hypno Love. It actually, I thought of. Um, Maybe doing like a Beach Boys AI version of one of his songs just to would just, be cool. just for him, you know. That would be um, cool. I actually tried to get yeah. Darian on. I I asked um uh David Leaf because he said he'd mm. ask him for me, and he said I was just yeah. too busy. He was just too busy. He may be contacted mm. in a few months. So I said, oh yeah, maybe I'll get back to him in a few months. But he'd be yeah. cool to have on. You could grill the shit out of him, you know. That would be great. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot, to, a lot of stuff to talk about. He'll probably be a bit tight-lipped about some things, but yeah, yeah, you might like, be able to get some good, uh, good inform- information from him. I've had a lot of Beach Boys kind of things, and I've, I've had uh, obviously Van Dyke, and I've had Mark, but I've had the guy who did, um, uh, Brett Brent, who did the the you know that oh. new that Brian Wilson documentary, the right, right, Long, right, right, Long Promise Road. I had the director of that on. I gotta check. I saw that. I gotta check that one out. That was a cool movie. I really liked that. No, 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 not the movie. the The podcast. I got it. Oh, right. Gotta okay, okay. <laughs> you've obviously you've obviously seen that movie. Definitely seen the movie. Yeah, Long Promise Brilliant. Road. Uh, yeah, it was um, you know, he he's he was a bit more talkative than I expected actually. Although he's you know he's Brian, but um, <laughs> like the fact he never heard, which he probably did a million times, but he's like, oh no, I never heard Dennis's album. You're like, well, really? Like, okay. Let's awesome. go listen to it for the first time. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? It's like, you clearly have. But like shit like that is weird. Because like the interview guy is like playing along with it. He's like, all right. You're like, dude, come on. So it's, yeah. I wonder, yeah. I, you know, is he, is he playing with us? Probably not. You know, it could no. just be that his memory is just fucking shot, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that he just like literally just doesn't remember shit anymore. But then he remembers like very specific things, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I could have um, met him. I could have met him before because um, when we were over at the Royal Festival Hall, uh, uh, Scott's mm-hmm. wife said to us, do you want to come to the gig tomorrow night? And we're like, oh, dude, we've nowhere to stay. We have, we're we in London. And I said, if we can get a place, we can stay. And she goes, oh, you can come back and meet Brian. And we're like, oh, but I didn't really want to meet him. I was like, eh. I know that sounds weird. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. really want to meet him because it'd be like, hey, hey, that's it. You're like, okay. You know, it's yeah. Uh, is is you know, you know I I have a couple. I I had a few interactions with Brian. Uh, oh really? 
back, yeah, back when he was first started touring, um, I was uh, sort of in a, a, a bit of an inner circle type situation with with Brian's band, and oh, cool. Um, I was I got to go backstage when he played BB Kings in 2000. I was a kid. Oh, that's cool. And and uh, it was during the intermission, and Brian was having uh, trouble with his hearing with his ear you know he's only got one good ear but the one good ear was giving him problems and so we go backstage meet my dad and my dad's friend and uh we hear uh from from down the hall like the backstage was like almost like a hallway Mm. and you know with like all the rooms i guess off to the side or whatever and uh we hear testing one two testing one two three four coming from like down the hallway it's brian and he's got his finger in his ear and he's yelling like at the top of his lungs testing one two we're like what the fuck what's going on (laughs) and uh he's someone was like next to him like almost like hold like escorting him a bit Uh, um and uh yeah someone i think it might have been scott we talked to scott and jeff and they said yeah something's his his ear his good ear is not feeling good today or something um and uh so he he brian's walking and he walks towards us right he's about to pass us and i thought well let me shoot my shot so i just kind of i got in his face while he was doing this testing one two thing i was like hey brian and he looks at me and he gives me this huge smile he goes hey and then he just keeps walking testing one two testing one two uh that's such a brian wilson interaction isn't it oh totally yeah i had a few there was one uh another one where i saw them at jones beach the next year and uh uh andy paley was in the band at the time oh shit yeah, so we talked to him. I, I don't know how, but I think he might have even came, came up to me, or I, I forget. But we we talked to Andy Paley, and uh, I was telling him how I liked like um, stuff like Frankie Avalon and all these songs from Brilliant. the Paley sessions. Brilliant. And uh, and he was like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I love that stuff." He's like, "Oh my god!" He's like, "Dude, come on, we got to go tell Brian this." I was like, "What?" Oh, shit. So he takes me to the front of the line. At the time, Brian was like signing autographs. He he, we cut the line. And he goes, Brian, look, this kid, he likes uh, Frankie Avalon and all this stuff. And Brian was just completely like, what? <laughs> he was, he didn't even really know what he was talking about. You know? <laughs> uh, and, yeah, um, but I got my autograph, you know, I got to cut the line. That's stuff. cool. That's cool. Yeah. But that's you could tell, like, that's, you know, Paley was like, oh, like, this, maybe this will convince Brian to finally put that shit out. No, I thought, maybe, you know, yeah. it'd be cool <laughs> if, if, um, I'd I'd love to see what I think he would actually genuinely like what you're doing. I think Brian really, or Paley, or, or both. I think Brian. I think Brian mm. would. I think he'd appreciate it. You know what I mean? Mm. I think he would. I, w- I would. I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, uh, some people are saying, "Well, it's just going to make him go crazy. He's not going to know what you know what it is." But, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah if, he, if if he's in like a good state, like it, it probably just depends on like what kind of day he's having, you know. Like if he's if it's a good day, he's in it feeling good, the flow state's right. Yeah, and he hear and he learns about it. Yeah, maybe maybe it'll be uh something that he would enjoy. I, I I hope he gets to hear it. That would be cool, you know. If someone did something of AI of mine, I'd be like, that's fucking cool. Like that's why, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like it'd be like McCartney and Lennon and the people that would hear that. They'd be like, oh, that's fucking cool. It's the people like, who would be yeah. like, the gatekeepers of it, like, oh, no, no, no. You know what I mean? True. And, yeah. Like, I could see, like, yeah. Like, if someone did something really cool with one of my songs, I'd be like, yeah. wow, that's fucking awesome. 
Exactly. It's all the other people around her. They're like, oh, you can't touch that. And like most mm. people who are artists are thinking ahead. So they're going to look at it and go, you know, like as far as I can tell, they've used AI in that new Beatles song. They said they haven't, but I heard stuff that yeah. they've used. They've used AI in the vocals. They right. Said someone they came out and said that they de-aged McCartney's voice, but we don't know if that's true yet. Yeah. I think uh, Penn, and Penn from Penn Gillette said that actually, I think it was. Right. Right. Yeah. And his, his account was, um, yeah, I mean, it seemed like there were a lot of details there, but yeah, uh, he did say that free as a bird came out in the eighties. So that was, I was like, bro, <laughs> come on, bro, come on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. He said they worked on it in the eighties. Okay. Like, okay. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Which Shit. is totally, it's off by a decade. <laughs> just, but, just 10 years off, you know, not yeah. too bad. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, I don't know. I don't know if they did. They really de-age McCartney's voice. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But it's it's strange that he said that because Paul's been really adamant that they have not done any de-aging. Uh, although he didn't really specifically mention his voice. He, he was talking about John's, right? Yeah, uh, that's a good point. That's a um, good point. And then you know, Ringo. Actually, you know, I was holding on to Return to Pepperland uh, for a couple of months because I thought, well. I wonder if the Beatles can use this somehow, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was, I really didn't want to like put it out actually. So I, I had it done for a while before okay. I actually released it. Um, and buddy, what are you doing? Where's that baby? Uh, <laughs> God, man, constantly. Uh, anyway, so, but then, uh, yeah, but then Ringo like made that statement. We're never going to do AI, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, all right. You know what? <laughs> Let me just throw this out there then. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, well, that's kind of how I feel about all this stuff. It's like, I, I really do feel like some of these could be released commercially, but like, what am I supposed to do if they're not on board yet? Or will they yeah. ever be on board? I don't know. So I, I just put the shit out, you know? It's funny because like, the day before you put that out, I was at, I was just going through YouTube and stuff, and I had mm. I had I had never heard that Paul McCartney returned to Pepperland demo, and I got mm. some, through some forum and I was like, oh fuck, I listened to that and I listened to it. I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then the next mm. day, your version came out. I was like, fucking hell, that's class, man. Because it was like <laughs> it's like kind of how it should have sounded, you know, that kind of pe pepper kind of vibe. It had that kind of right because like, that that era of the Beatles is my favorite era, the psychedelic. Magical Mystery Tour. That's my oh, favorite yeah. kind of. That's so good. Yeah, and and you know Paul was like, return to Pepperland. He was trying to write about that stuff and and trying to return to that a bit. And you can even tell like with the, with the break, like when he goes into the instrumental part with the guitar and the well, he's got like some synthesizer eighties synths in there. But <laughs> you can tell there. he was doing like the same thing as like what they did in Pepper with the doop doop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like that whole same vibe, same chords, I think, too. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, dude was trying to write Pepper Part Two for sure. So that stuck out to me as something that would work really well as like a Beatles AI reunion kind of track. You know, would you ever uh, like finish the rest of that album off? Hell no. <laughs> There's hell some no. clunkers well, on that album. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't actually. I think I haven't even heard all of it, but I know Lindiana. I actually like Lindiana. Uh, it's very, very eighties. <laughs> uh, That's like the some of the like that was a weird time for like people, you know, like a lot of artists who came from the seventies into the eighties. It was like such mm. a weird 
like some of that like I'm a massive Miles Davis fan and like some mm. of that Miles Davis shit in the 80s I cannot listen to it like it's just like oh bro like you know it, Miles Davis yeah, in the 80s, Miles Davis. I just can't listen to some of that. Like, just the production. What did he get all, like, synthy and stuff? Yeah, just the production. It's got the, like, the big reverb snare. You know, just like, oh, shit, man. Oh, like, man. Yeah, you don't want to hear Miles Davis over, like, No, no, you don't. Like, I remember me and my friend went to see Herbie Hancock a few months ago, and he started, he oh, whipped nice. out the old, he whipped out the old synths, and we were like, oh, no, Herbie, don't. No, no. So it's just synths and jazz is just something that I cannot get with. I know that sounds like such a dickhead purist kind of thing, but for me, I I cannot stand a synth with a fucking jazz music. It's just like no, no you've lost <laughs> me. It just, I just, yeah. I just, it yeah. just, and I found that for a lot of like, you know, like McCartney going into the eighties, they just kind mm. of got lost in that kind of. The production is where it kind of loses me. You know, like just the right. Some of the '80s production is well. That's that's Paul's shtick, you know. Like he he always tries to like update himself. He wants to be current. Yeah, you know. So, I admire that. Like I admire it. Like but... it is kind of cool in a way. And but I think the '80s was the last time where it really was successful for him. Like that's probably like when he had his last hits. Yeah. Uh, but then yeah. yeah, after that, you know, I don't know. I I just I love the wing stuff. Um, good. Yeah, wings. I, I love Back to the Egg. Like that, I feel like that that's was his a cool last. Record. Like, it really is. Like that, I feel like that's his last like youth statement, kind of. You know, right like, after that, it's like uh, you start getting into like adult contemporary stuff. I know what you mean. Though you his, I mean? though his one of his favorite, my favorite albums of his is Case and Creation in the Backyard. Mm. Fucking backyard. That is yeah. fucking brilliant. Like. Such a great album. Yeah. His he has had a renaissance for sure. Like after dude, Memory Almost Full is a great fucking album too. That's good too, yeah. Yeah. That's like good. that that's those three albums, like Chaos, Memory. Oh wait, and then he did New, right? Uh yeah. New okay. I, I actually yeah, I, I don't like it as much as Memory Almost Full or Egypt no, Station. I think I'm it ranks a little bit lower. Uh yeah. but I do like the song new. I like alligator. Alligator's uh, cool. Damn. Alligator's a really cool. That's probably the coolest song on there. But yeah. I felt like some of those songs sounded a bit like, uh, ah, let's just knock off a quick song, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Save me was good too. Save us. Yeah. 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 Save us. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I, I did start an AI version of that one, but again, oh, it's like, dude, that'd be cool. Yeah. I, I can't do AI stuff because with with McCartney solo because uh they just fucking yank it every time. Really? So, yeah. Fuck, that sucks. sucks. Electric really arguments. Does. That was a class record. Remember that was a side project. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The That's right. the, um Sing the Changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Highway. Oh, and then that, what's that other song? Um, um, it's kind of a long title. I can't remember. There was like a dance like there's no tomorrow I think. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, and we'll do. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. almost has like a Coldplay feel to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's some great mm-hmm. songs in that. Highway was my favorite on that. Yeah, that was oh, great. nice. That was right. fun, with the harmonica shit like that. Was harmonica? I mean, I even liked McCartney 3. I thought there was some really good shit on there, too. Like, uh, yeah, there's the, some, uh, yeah, some alright stuff on that. What's I loved Sliding. That, that, to me, yeah, that is was like, cool. that was a great vocal from, from Paul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he kind of used his older voice. He didn't try to... Because, you know, sometimes when he tries to sing like his older self, his younger self, you know, mm. it doesn't really work out as well because it's like he's he's reaching for the note and it's just, you know, mm. unfortunately time is gets us all, you know what I mean? It's a, yeah, his voice is an interesting thing. I wonder if he's tried to work with a, a vocal instructor like in the past 
year or two since then I'd because of so. uh, i mean probably not right <laughs> but i don't know it's, i think he might because like i seen him mm. not i seen him live but live on tv a while ago and he sounded way better than he did we'll say like a year ago or two years ago whenever was I that him, the uh like, are you talking about the what, where did he play last year he did like some big festival last year Glastonbury, yeah. yeah, and he did sound pretty good for that. That was that was, yeah, yeah. I was happy for him because that was a big moment for him. You know, that was cool. That was yeah. cool. especially the part where you know when he sung, um, "Oh fuck with John." Everybody got a oh, I, I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. cool. Man. That was cool. That was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you can always tell when people love music by the amount of work they put into it. You can always mm-hmm. like, you know, you can see that you know how much you love music by the amount of time mm. you put into it especially like you know i haven't heard your own music but they're just going off the beach boy stuff like yeah there's a lot of time put into that and a lot oh, of for sure listening yeah. and like really listening you know critical you really, listening you, yeah exactly exactly you know you mm. can tell that you're you're honoring the music as opposed to some shithead who's just running the fucking soviet <laughs> you know what i mean like just running the yeah that doesn't really give a shit they just want like someone to go oh that was great and whatever and thank you yeah. so much man yeah i try um and yeah like i said i care about the legacy and stuff and i i know that what i'm doing is tampering with like historical shit so i it does mean a lot to me to make sure everything sounds really good um so i, I do my best and yeah. uh hey on that note i gotta go get a haircut in five minutes so. i know i was just about to say and that's a great note to end it off <laughs> dude yeah it was actually it was a really lot of fun talking to you man you're a cool dude and I, yeah I hope, man you uh, too we get a chance to to do this again at some point oh man i'd love to i'd love to um is there anything info you can give on what's next for you or anything like that or you just keeping you're keeping a low profile i think um yeah i i i don't know yet but maybe i'll switch gears and go back to beatles for a little bit we'll see i got a couple ideas like for earlier early beatles stuff okay that's cool yeah. brother that's cool hey man thank you so much for doing this i really enjoyed it 100 percent, man likewise Take care of it. we'll have to do it again sometime absolutely get some sleep man i know it's late there it's fucking two o'clock hey <laughs> <laughs> all right brother all right Take bro i'll talk to you soon you too bro bye-bye later, later.